0: that was fun you know what's fun cody is bloopers before you start the episode <laughs> this is our advice your problems you've got questions you've got problems we've got <laughs> advice maybe <laughs> this is the 18th attempt at this intro it's we're just, going with we're leaving it in my name's hunter and my name's cody this is our
1: advice your problems and
0: that's my line this really should be a blooper but it's it not really should we well, didn't
1: say it so i can't let him know what we're doing here <laughs>
0: So we were in a laughing fit. I just want to mention this because Cody thought it was so funny. The last take of this before this one was I just started out, lucky number seven, my name's Hunter. And I just hit in and I went, not my
1: best word. Not my best word. And the one before that, he claps. He starts recording. He just claps. like Loudly. Not not for like a, a audio type thing or anything. Just like, I'm ready. Let's, let's do this. We're thing. into the microphone yeah. and everything. Oh, man. But, hey
0: we're off to a rough start we need advice frankly on how to start a podcast today it's my turn to give advice and i'm going to be giving advice about what to do how, how to handle being at a baseball game okay because i was just at a texas rangers game last night the night before we were recording this and you know i have some thoughts i'd like to share with everyone and you know my advice to them and cody i'd like your feedback as well okay i got you all right advice number one uh you know and maybe this doesn't work if you're like a red Sox or a yankees fan or like a san francisco giants fan but you know if you're like a, a texas rangers fan or something like that kansas city royals seattle mariner you know you're not one of the the big name teams even if your team's doing good like ours get the best seats you can like you can sit front row at a texas rangers game for like 30 bucks like not necessarily front row behind home plate you can sit front row right on the third base line with un- with free food for 33 bucks, which I learned when I bought tickets. So first of all, do that because I bought tickets to two games or well, I bought tickets to a game that's coming up. My girl Cassie bought tickets to a game that just happened. Um, and at that game we were like you know 30 rows up and you know we got food, you know a normal amount of food, you know, a couple hot dogs and water sprites and peanuts. Mm-hmm. It was like 50 bucks.? We didn't get Dippin' Dots. I, I know you looked at me like I'm a monster, and I that's, I, I apologize to all the reason good people out go. there. I understand, and that you know it's completely rational. But you know I'm not a good person, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get all that, and it's like fifty-five bucks just for the food. So if your stadium has an all-you-can-eat section, that's fairly cheap. Like at the Rangers, it was thirty-three bucks a ticket. That's going to be cheaper than just your food to get two tickets. Mm-hmm. So the first answer is to do that. My second thing I want to tell you is pay attention when foul balls are hit, at what section they go into, because at the Rangers Stadium, sections 22 and 21, we kept an eye on them because it kept happening, and there are tiny sections, right? Between the two sections, they probably had like eight foul balls go in, wow. and each one of those sections may be sitting like 50 people, like they're smaller ones, mm-hmm. So pay attention, and then next time you go, like, write it down, put it in the notes of your phone, and get a seat in those sections so you can see that. And then I have a third tip for going to a baseball game. This is something i mentioned to you briefly, but if you're thinking, and maybe this goes for any sport, but especially baseball, and very, very especially the Texas Rangers. (laughs) If your thoughts are, oh, you know, I have a jersey, but it's old. I'm going to get a new one at the game. Don't do that. Get it anywhere else because I looked at these jerseys, the Texas Rangers jerseys online and in store. To get one that's blank, so a, a real jersey but just without a player name on the back, a hundred ten. To get one that's the same thing but just with the player name and number on it, one hundred thirty five. If you would like to get that same exact jersey at the stadium, four hundred and ten dollars.
1: That is psychotic. That is. And, like,
0: I remember I was at the checkout thing to get it. And the lady was like, okay, your total's on the screen. And, like, I looked at it, and it said 410. And at first, like, I wasn't even shocked. I was just like, oh, it's the last person's total. I'm still waiting for mine to come up. And I was, like, waited for, like, five seconds staring at it like an old person when the machine tells them to take their card out. And then I was just like, it says 410. She goes, yeah, that's the price. I go, no, It's not.
1: (laughs) That's ridiculous. What did you say? Like, what did you actually say? You're just like, no, thank you.
0: I, I think, well, Cassie was also going to get the exact same jersey. And I looked at her and I was like, don't buy it. She's like two registers down, but it's loud. And I was like, it's ridiculously expensive. And then I saw her talking with her cashier guy. And uh, like, he was like showing her the tag where it said 410. And she's like, oh, I'm just going to get it online. He goes, I wouldn't buy it here either.
1: That's what the cashier said. The
0: cashier at the, uh, the Texas Ranger, you know, merchandise thing at the mm-hmm. stadium said. Jeez.
1: Dude, that's way overpriced. $400.
0: For a jersey. A jersey without a name on it, even. Just a blank.
1: That's about how much I know about baseball. I could not tell you one baseball player's name right now. I like, could tell I, you I, I, several. Like, you know me. <laughs> I love sports and all yeah. that stuff. But baseball, I
0: uh, other than the Rangers, I can name, like, Altuve, Otani, Bryce Harper. That's about it. Yeah,
1: Altuve. Yeah. Bryce Al- Harper. Bryce Harper, yeah. Harper. Harper.
0: Shohei Otani.
1: Hamburger Harper. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. Thank you for the advice on going to the Rangers game.
0: Yeah, quick recap for everyone. This is any baseball game, not just Rangers. But if they have all-you-can-eat seats, get those. Uh, pay attention to where the foul balls go. Get tickets over there next time, and don't get your jerseys or hats or whatever ahead of time. Don't and, wait till you're at
1: the game. And tip four: get the Dippin' Dots in the upside down baseball hat, or the are not your speed. best
0: life. I agree. I agree. I, I, I've made mistakes. All right, our first piece of advice for a day that someone needs help with from Reddit. And thank you, Cody, for pointing that out. And I will tell everyone real quick, we're sourcing these today from Reddit. If you have questions that you'd like to answer on the podcast, you can contact us at any of our social medias. They're all under the name Our Advice Your Problems or Our Advice Your Problems Podcast. And you could send us any questions there through DMs or comments. Or to make it easier, if you're listening on Spotify right now, you can go ahead and send in your question by going to the episode page and responding to the Q&A. Our first bit of advice how to say not my job in a way that you won't get fired. And usually we read these and then we go through the, and you know, we read the title, give our thoughts, then read the context, give our final thoughts. This one doesn't have any context, it's just the title. So how to say this is not my job in a way that won't get you fired.
1: I've been talking the whole episode, so you can go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish they said what they do. Um, I'm just gonna put it in like a restaurant context that's what i was because i've
0: had that conversation with the manager before if i am not doing this
1: you can either have someone else do it or i'm quitting right here right yeah because it's very easy like in a restaurant for a manager to be like hey can you help with this can you do that like dude i'm hired as a as a busser you Mm -hmm. know what i mean i'm not i don't even know what it had i'm not folding silverware like and all that stuff Like that's servers like side jobs or i don't know at olive garden we didn't have side work I, I'm thinking back you well normally you do but yeah um, I worked at you know PJ Brew house and that's the one I was
0: thinking of for the context of
1: this I was asked to do two things that I co- it, almost it, it. it wasn't like a horrible job but yeah, definitely we had, you know, a kid. I think he either threw oh, no, it or pooped himself.
0: Let me tell this story right. real quick. Because okay. I had two occasions there. These were the only times in my life I, I, where I said to someone, either you can have someone else do it, or if you're saying I have to do it, I am quitting. The first one was changing a light bulb because I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> and, and these I, light bulbs I are like 20 that. feet up.
1: Yeah, they were up there.
0: Yeah, and so I was like, you can either have someone else do it, or if you're saying I specifically have to, I can clock out and go home.
1: It's so funny how like a manager, because I ended up changing out the light bulbs. I think I probably did it the next day because we both both worked there at the same time. And I remember climbing the big the, the big giant ladder, ladder and then like changing. It's in the middle of like a warehouse. Like, it's not like I'm leaning up against a wall or anything. Like this thing's like wide open and oh yeah. And nobody was holding the ladder for me. He was just like, here, here's the light bulbs. Change out any of them that you think is you know that need to be changed out. Why can't the manager just like i mean i know you're a manager and i get that but like well if i was the
0: manager i wouldn't do it because i'm afraid of
1: heights but you know what i mean but like if you're capable and like those managers like they're all guys and stuff like they're fully not saying women aren't capable of getting up on a ladder and do that and you're defending yourself from something no one said yet well because i just i know it's coming um why don't they just do it themselves? Like, if I had an employee who literally was afraid of ladders, I understand that fear. Because <laughs> I'm I not afraid you. of
0: ladders. I'm afraid of heights. But,
1: okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not, it's not like I look at a ladder and it terrifies me. <laughs> Hunter, I, I'm afraid of roller coasters. I don't look at them and I'm like, ah! It's getting on them. Okay. You and get I, afraid of getting on them. We know you're okay. not afraid. But it's not no like, la- ladder phobia.
0: It's not like I'm afraid of ladders and of roller coasters. I am afraid of heights, and it just encompasses all of that. That's true.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, hey, if it's not your job, you're not the electrician or the, the light bulb guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, somebody's got to do <laughs> it. There's some things like, I don't know, I'm the kind of guy, like like, unless it's really out of my realm and I am not comfortable doing it, or if it's, like, above my... Your pay, pay grade, grade then yeah. I'll say something but if it's just like like know,
0: if the manager was like hey can you go make the schedule for next week <laughs> yeah like no
1: honestly I'd be like yeah sure I mean I was like I it gets would you clean yeah I'd rather do that than clean tables but but yeah when they yeah. I, I hated the you know can you take out all the trash bins like that's not even like your stuff because as a buser that's I, the I dish bits job that's generally dish, like do. I don't want to take out the kitchens trash yeah and like there it wasn't that bad but do these trash bags like in general, it couldn't. It doesn't always have to be that bad, but these like restaurant the bags, trash like bags. thin bags, suction cupped into the little trash can, heavy. I had one, and it's like one o'clock in the morning. And I'm Cody's like, a germaphobe for those. Yeah, who don't I'm know. a germaphobe, and all I do is like germ-filled jobs. I literally have a like, construction waste and junk removal business. I touch like debris and trash, and I go to landfills. <laughs> yeah, you do every second, day. Second, second, I've done like four bus busing jobs.
0: Yeah. Okay. I don't know why.
1: I don't know why either. Um, That's oh. because I'm uneducated.
0: Also, you cut me off, but the at second the one I was going to say, that that was my first, either you can have someone else do it, or you can tell me I'm fired. The second one was the one Cody was about to say, also at BJ's Brew house, also when we were working together. There was a kid, I think it was a toddler, at a table in the middle of the restaurant, either threw up or pooped himself.
1: I never was quite clear on that. I picked it up. But I still was not sure.
0: Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, and Kevin, the GM, came up to me and he said... I him out. And he said, <laughs> Kevin came up to me and said, Hey, uh, I need you to go clean that up. And I said, First off, babies disgust me generally. <laughs> <The> second, <laughs> poop and throw up definitely disgust me. If you're telling me I have to, and I literally like this is the exact way I said it to him, I was like, "If you're like, I can't do that. If you're telling me I have to, like, I quit. But could you please find someone else to do it so I can still make some money here?" And then you and another guy we worked with had to go do it. Well, I just cleaned tables and it was kind of nice. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Hunter, like you're you're a really good friend and you're fun to work with. But I'd say yeah, when you're when you're when you need to pull through. <laughs> I don't have a lot of grit. just <laughs> for not, the work. I don't. My first hope is Hunter's gonna pull through on this. <laughs> <laughs> is, I was like, like, I didn't even know where you were at that moment. I just, me and the other guy just, just did it ourselves and sucked it up because I mean, it's got to get done. But. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do I stop my husband from unlocking the bathroom? Oh, wait, wait,
0: hold on. I I just realized before we move on to the next one. We never actually, we just told stories. We never actually answered how to say not my job in a way that won't get you fired. (laughs) That's true.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, Oh, that's a good question. (laughs) Okay,
0: oh, a thing you said earlier. Hey, that's kind of outside of my job description. That's above my my pay level, pay range, whatever you said. uh, Above my pay grade. Um, But, you know, I think that's not in my job description is a great way to put
1: it. I would, I would kind of question them a little bit. What do you mean? As opposed to them, like getting like so direct, trying to like get more involved with the question, say, oh, um, just say, is that something that's gonna become like a more normal thing? Mm-hmm. And then let them respond if they say, because then you're gonna put them on the spot automatically. And
0: when you ask a question like that, there's gonna be an awkward silence. Awkward silence. Don't fill it. Let it sit until they respond.
1: Yeah. Remember, you're in control.
0: Yeah, not your boss. Not your boss. Your boss is not in control.
1: Honestly, the employees are in control.
0: <laughs> no. Because without but... <laughs> you,
1: <laughs> Okay, true. You're not a boss. Alright. Alright?
0: Yeah. Um, how to say not my job in a way that won't get you fired.
1: <laughs> Do what I just said. Avoid the avoid the avoid doing it by asking more questions, saying, is this going to be a regular thing? Mm-hmm. And if they say, no, just, we just need help right now. Okay, be a good team player. Like. You know, yeah. But if he says, yeah, we're, I think we're going to start adding, having the the bussers start doing this, you know, extra cleaning or extra serving, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you then say, I feel okay, I need so, to be compensated for that. I Say, okay. So do we get like a pay raise since you know we have more work on it? No, we just feel like you know there's some extra time allotted in your days, and you say, "Oh, well." Oh, okay. Well, I mean, if that's in my job description, I will, but it's
0: not. So
1: yeah, if you want to like rehire me for something else, like we can go through that process. I
0: mean, like, don't cop an attitude
1: with them, but you know, that's where I struggle with. I, I can, I don't always mean to come off like that, but (laughs) how it sounds. But I very quickly can come off like with an attitude Mm -hmm. if there's any attitude that comes towards me, and I struggle with that because sometimes I'll get attitude from people. And I will give it back to them tenfold. Oh, I can't understand yeah. what attitude is given to me. Like, not as, like, you should respect me or anything. Like you were a fun person like to
0: work for because if something pissed you off, and it wasn't ever people, it was, like, situations, you know? Like, you know, maybe, like, you tripped over something when you were mowing someone's yard, <laughs> and you broke a statue sitting on carpet outside. I don't know, maybe that happened to me at one point. <laughs> yeah, maybe, having a and- maybe I did it three times in one person's yards on three separate occasions. <laughs> <laughs> You just knew to shut up for a little bit and put your head down and do your job so you get back in the truck with them. <laughs> Don't really try and make conversation during that lawn. You would just
1: look at Yeah, you would be like, hey, man, I, I accidentally trimmed the statue, and I would just look at it, and I would just <laughs> I would just keep mowing."
0: <laughs> yeah, there's not going to be conversation on that one. All right, we're going to move on. Finally. How do I
1: stop my husband from unlocking the bathroom door? Okay. This one,
0: uh, my thought is that it's like a funny like husband and wife thing. Like he likes to make a joke or something. Like you're on the toilet, and he's just he's either coming in to like make a joke, or he's the type that like doesn't have those boundaries and he's just like, I gotta take a shower. I'm coming in, or I'm coming in to brush my teeth. Yeah, it's either a joke or a man that has something to do, and he's just like, yeah, we're married. I'm gonna share the bathroom with you, even
1: if you're on the toilet. I'd add another lock inside. Really, I, I like think a, like a hotel type lock type thing. I maybe think the situation maybe a little closer so he can't like open the door. Still, and just like <laughs> stick his nose in like, hey, you almost done. If he's
0: making a joke about it, yes. But if his thing is like he's like just the type that doesn't have boundaries like that, like he's like I have no problem like brushing my teeth while you shower or showering while you're on the toilet or whatever. If he's doing that, then I'd say either get over it or tell him to use a different bathroom. If you're in there, you know. I say, like he should have some respect
1: for you. Yeah. Like if you tell him, quit coming in here. Yeah. He
0: should stop. But, but there's I, also situations where you're in an apartment. It's a one bathroom. Y'all are both getting ready for work in the morning. I got to get in there and shower. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's true. But you know what? I I wonder if he's walking in and making comments. Like like if you're like taking the you know going number two in the morning. He just walks in. Woo!
0: Well, I mean, as he walks by. You as know what I mean? as like, a man, what man wouldn't, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this is just asking... Stainer! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Cody's going to read the description because I am still blind at this point. I'll have
1: my vision back for the next episode. My husband and I own our own home and I've lived together for three years. I like my own space sometimes and sometimes I'll lock the bathroom door when I'm in there because, IDK, I want to. And I feel like I'm allowed to want that We've showered together, gone to the bathroom in front of one another, etc. This definitely isn't that kind of problem. But I want alone time sometimes, I guess. But for the past past month or so, every time I go to the bathroom, he comes and stands outside the door. He waits there and listens. And this last week, he started unlocking it from the outside. (laughs) He purposely goes and grabs a pen takes it apart and uses the ink thing to unlock it he straight out refuses to leave me alone and it isn't because he needs to use the bathroom or anything he just wants to i've tried talking to him about it and he just won't stop and it's really bothering me every five freaking seconds all i hear is babe babe you okay babe and i'm going been insane. I haven't given him any reason to think I'm not okay in the bathroom. How can I get him to stop? How do I explain more thoroughly that this makes me wildly uncomfortable? uncomfortable? He just isn't listening to me. How can I get him not to do this?
0: Okay. So, first off, you have to understand, we're guys, we understand what's going on here. He's doing this as a joke, even if you don't think it's funny. He thinks it's funny, and he's 100% doing this for himself, because he enjoys doing it. That's the first thing. Second, is since it's not, uh, it's a house, not an apartment, there's multiple bathrooms, you know, he's obviously doing this for the joke, it's not like he's in a hurry to get anywhere. So... I would agree with Cody's earlier advice about maybe get a second lock from the inside, or maybe even just get one of those door jam things that like is at an angle and you prop it against a door and then it can't be opened. That's probably an easier, low tech solution. I don't know if you have anything else to add.
1: Yeah, I think a door jam is definitely a smart idea. A second lock, um, or just like tell him because it sounds like he's not. It's not that he's like wanting to be in there with you, but he's like trying to check to make sure you're okay. And so it sounds more so like maybe like a like an OCD. Oh no, I was thinking or, of it as
0: like he's opening the door. He's like, "Babe, babe, you okay? You okay?" Like just oh, trying like to messy. Yeah. yeah,
1: I could see it from that angle too. But what I would do is I would go up to him and I would tell him, "Hey, honey, I'm going to be in the bathroom for a little bit. I'm going to do my hair and blah blah blah." Because they live in a house, so they probably have more than one bathroom. Assuming so, oh, they
0: definitely have more than one bathroom.
1: And say so I'm going to go in there and get ready or. Do whatever. I am okay. I will see you when I get out. Mm -hmm. Do not bother me.
0: I'm going to be honest. I I like the privacy sometimes being in the bathroom. If you've got a a busy day, you're just sitting there on the toilet for a minute, and you're just kind of on your phone, just zoning out for a little bit, it's nice to
1: just get away from everything. Exactly, yeah. It's just sharing your time to take a mental break, especially if you've got kids and all that stuff. But if you say that, what I just said to tell him, and he's... Still coming in, like after you just came in there, and he's unlocking it with a pen.
0: Which, first off, is funny, but that door jam. Is, that,
1: that's funny because there's other things you can use. <laughs> you don't have to, like, deassemble stuff to get in there. <laughs> you might want to go counseling. You think so? I, I see. In my like, head, if if you just, can't this get, man is
0: just making a joke, a stupid joke. Okay, but
1: there is a point when the joke on your wife does not work anymore, when she is or not yeah. laughing at all, because then it's still not funny. Well, if the, she the, the purpose, here's, she's smart, she's like, here's annoyed, the thing. She thing.
0: isn't his audience for the joke. He is his audience for the joke. He's doing it he, he thinks it's funny, not to get her to laugh. Then she
1: needs to get more angry. Or yeah, more okay, intense. I agree So he does actually. not want to do that. Like, start throwing a fit, like, throw a girl fit. Like, that's just like, you know, throw him in the doghouse. Mm-hmm. Then he won't do it anymore. But if he keeps doing it, then you've got to. Bigger issue on your hands that you're gonna to have to handle some other way. He's stuck in that pen, out deassembling it to get into the bathroom.
0: There you go. My friend says I owe them money because of a prank gift I gave them. First off, I'm all I'm thinking of is you owe them money because of a gift, a prank gift you gave them. This had to have been something that went wrong. It made a mess. I really want to read. I want to get into reading this one. Do you want to go ahead and yeah. read? Okay, let's do it. So,
1: for a friend's birthday, I have... I gave, he didn't type it right. I gave him a shirt along with a few lotto scratch-off tickets. One of these scratchers, though, is one of those prank cards that had a fake $10,000 prize. I That's gave him funny. the gift at a dinner party, but he doesn't open the gifts there. The following day, I get an angry call. You're bleeped up, dude, he said, he yells. Haha, what's wrong? I asked, trying to get him to laugh with me. You know what you did wrong? Giving me fake winning tickets and all. Ah, I see. Well, happy birthday. Dude, I didn't know it was fake. Once I thought I won, I called my mom and promised her and my two brothers $500 each. Oh, wow, I'm sorry, but did you tell them that it was a fake prick ticket? No, I can't go back now. I can't give him the money because my lame friend decided to prank me. Wait, are you serious? What are you saying then? I need you to give me $1,500 then. (laughs) That's effed up. You made me think I had money and promised my family I cut out the money. That doesn't exist. It's your fault. You can't be serious. I don't have an extra $1,500 just because you didn't stop to check the ticket beforehand. We we argue some more, but he says I need to make up for this by actually giving him $1,500. Any advice on what to do here? Edit one. I thought he could take the joke based off our history and the fact that he isn't impoverished and makes decent money. So, or not a 10k a check, but respectable. So I didn't think the prank was meant was mean spirited or trying to tease him about financial issues he had, if any. Okay, <laughs> so oh, first off, I, before you read that,
0: I was on the friend's site, so I was thinking, oh, it's like a prank in it. You know, maybe something blew up or it made a mess, and it's like, okay, you're paying for my cleaning bill. Right. Yeah. This friend is just an idiot. First off, there's okay. You promised your mom and your brother or whatever 500 each. Nice thing to do. The appropriate thing to do when you find out it, is, it was a prank isn't to be mad. It was a prank and demand money. Is to go, oh, okay, that's hilarious. My friend bought me this fake ticket. Sorry, that 500 ain't coming. He fooled me.
1: And then you call your family, and be like, dude. I thought the ticket was real, bro. I yeah, promised you tell my him family money and, and now I gotta tell him no Thanks, man. Yeah, and then it's done. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you don't gotta pay him. I,
0: I think your friend is... I, I not, not even entitled, just odd. Like, he can't take a joke. Someone that can't take a joke isn't someone I'd want to be friends with, personally. Just putting that out there. Um, but yeah, someone that just has no sense of humor. Someone that gets mad over things that aren't Intended as mean spirited, you know. And before he even added the, that, that at no, the end about you know my f- friend isn't hard on money, that that part doesn't even matter. A joke is a joke. Just get ne- over it. And
1: never promise people money you don't have. So. Yeah, exactly. From their friends aspect, mm-hmm. so you screwed yourself there. Yeah. Just tell your family. Sorry, man. That was a joke. Yeah,
0: but I mean to be fair. In his mind, it was money that he had because, you know, if I see on a lottery ticket that I won but, a million, I have a million. But, you know, it, it, uh, it should just be the solution isn't I'm demanding money. The solution is to tell him, oh, I got pranked. You know, my friend Tom, he's so funny. You know, that, that's the solution. Tom and Sheila have to come up. Forgive names. It's his mom it's Tom and, and Sheila, yeah. They're the mascots of the show. All right, guys, we have our last question for today. My 17 year old son wants to drop out of high school. And then you'd assume the sentence that comes after that would be, how do we stop that? How do we prevent him? How do we change his, not, his mind? Instead, it reads, my 17-year-old son wants to drop out of high school. How do we do that? First off, okay, before we, we read the rest, which is fairly short, you need to tell your son No. He is not dropping out of high school. It's one thing if your son wants to drop out of college, you will not get any job above minimum wage or, you know, 12 an hour if you don't have a freaking diploma.
1: Yeah. You, um, you tell him you're 17, bud. You're almost done. Yeah. Maybe a year and a half left.
0: Mm hmm. Maybe a couple months left.
1: Just finish it out and maybe make an incentive maybe to help. I mean, I don't know. You shouldn't have to do that, but maybe make an incentive. Say, hey, once you graduate, we'll go on a little vacation. Yeah. Maybe. Or, like, know, even make... if you have to, drive him to the freaking school every day. Yeah, and give him something to look forward to because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it sucks. When you're 17 years old, you're starting to get into your own head and think you know stuff, but you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how I would handle it. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they're asking. No, How do we
0: do that? Which is an insane question to ask, but there is context. you want to go ahead
1: and read the context? Yes. All right. I'm accepting of his situation, so I'm actually looking for help with this. The school told him I could face a $10,000 fine and maybe go to federal prison if he just stopped going. He wants to drop out and get a job and work towards getting his GED. We are in Nevada, USA.
0: So he wants to drop out and get a job and work towards getting his GED, which is so dumb. Because you could just get a job after school and on the weekends like most kids do, and instead of dropping out and then get something to replace your diploma, you could just work on the weekends and after school and also get your diploma.
1: And then you're done. Yeah. Come scoot up to the mic. Yeah, sorry.
0: And then he's still going to have to do the work to get his GED. Yeah, and except it looks worse because it's not a diploma. It's you didn't graduate, and then you had to go back and get a GED.
1: Just finish. Yeah. I'm
0: sure a GED costs money, right? I mean, I don't know, but I'd imagine. And you're 17. That means you're either a junior or a senior. You're at. You're almost at the finish line. You go to school for 12 years, 13 if you, know, you count kindergarten. I feel I feel like the mother doesn't have a uh, diploma. Hmm and that's why she might be all right with it. Mm-hmm. But I mean here's the thing is like let's say the mother was born in you know the 60s or whatever. You know, like back then it might not have been as necessary. Like but nowadays for any good job you need a degree. For pretty much any job that's not minimum wage you at least need a diploma. You need to you know and not be. You don't have to bend over backwards and say yes for your kids with everything. Sometimes you need to put your foot down and say, "Here's how it's gonna be." Thank you. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's. I wasn't trying to cut you off. I oh, was no, saying, you're fine. I was saying that's perfect advice because this day and age, it worries me. It scares me for kids because you can't discipline. I mean, parents can discipline, them, but you, they won't do it, mm. and so because they think they don't want to hurt their feelings, they don't want to discourage their. Confidence. They don't have confidence. They're five years old. You know what I mean. Yeah. If they're acting up, you let them know. You discipline them, mm-hmm. and you're done. You yeah. know, take away their phone for more than ten minutes. Well, go sit in the corner for five.
0: Let's go talk about this and see yeah, how, this how we will. can correct our actions in the future. Yeah,
1: so what made you, Timmy? Get, um, get the pen and. Did throw you say Timmy? Th- yeah. Tommy. What made you, Tommy, throw throw the scissors at the teacher? <laughs> Did she say something to you that made you mad? Well, she keeps making me do homework I don't want to. <laughs> well, I'll talk to her. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. That's the worst type of parent. Maybe, you know... Exactly. Maybe she's giving you too much, and it's just too much stress for you to handle. And and, and you just you didn't you, you know you didn't really know what you were doing, right, Tommy or Timmy, whoever your you name see, is.
0: Dealing with parents like this mm. is the one thing I'm not looking forward to about being you better a teacher, be high school. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be teaching high school though, not elementary school, so it's not going to be as bad. Especially if I'm teaching seniors, because half the kids don't care at that point anyway.
1: That's true. But I mean, that's that's what worries me. This day and age, there's these kids. Mm-hmm. They're getting a lot of help in classes i mean i'll be honest i'm still in college to take online classes i know back in the day it used to be like you fail a test you're done dude they're making it easier oh yeah easier like classes online, i get two tries on quizzes and they will tell me which ones i got wrong and usually not not
0: every time but usually also what the right answer was and then the question will be on test number two still it's the same test yes you you just write it down on a piece of paper okay this was Answer one, answer two, answer three, and you just go through click, 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 click.
1: And you're done. Yeah. And it's like, what are we teaching? I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still still
0: in school. school. No complaints from that perspective.
1: But you've got to have some sort of punishment and discipline because these kids, man, Mm -hmm. if you keep giving them second chances, and I think they just. Like, do they just like pass kids nowadays? Or? I think
0: so, because of no child have, left behind. Yeah.
1: I haven't heard of like any kids getting like held back or. Even the ones like, that
0: really should. Now, I did notice on this question, you scrolled down to the comments. Was there one of them you were wanting to read or something?
1: No, I was just kind of curious about what other people said. It's just kind of basically what we were saying. Like, just go ahead and finish it out. The GED's hard. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um, but yeah, everyone, let's take this seriously. Mm hmm.
0: Pray for America. Uh, wait, and hold on. This is, we discussed after the last episode. We need to come up with an outro for the show.
1: Yeah, so. so th- this I'll, is I'll take it. one. We, is, we didn't <laughs> rehearse this at all. I'll do it, guys. Thank you for listening to Our Advice, Your Problems. Pre- please. <laughs> please. Please. Pre- please. Leave your questions and comments and everything either on Spotify, on Twitter, on Instagram, and on TikTok. We have TikTok now that Hunter's going to roll in, so if you see a bald guy with a red beard and a Texas Rangers hat, that's probably him. Uh, that is me. So leave your comments. We'll help you out. We'll see you later.